Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Oh, I wish people could be more privy to the shit we talk about (laughs) offline. Now hiring. (laughs) A Wendy's. In Hilton Head, South Carolina, needs a front counter worker after surveillance footage showed one of their workers mm-hmm. pulling out a gun and opening shots through the drive-through window at a vehicle waiting in line. No. Let that be a lesson. Stop asking for too many hot mustard packets. You know what I'm saying? He told you you only get three. What was the reason? It was an attempted robbery or something? Okay, it's either someone you had beef with who came to work to kill you, Mm. which you have to defend yourself, or it's a customer going, that ain't what I ordered. I need my bacon in there. Motherfucker, that pop, pop. No. When I fall like Michael Douglas. And why is he packing at work? Because he works fast food. <laughs> you expect the security of the spot to do something? Footage? My name is Roy. (laughs) This is my job fair. Wednesday is the best day of the week. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to us, but just know that this fine acoustical radio presentation was assembled and prepared for you and served hot on a Wednesday at some point this year. JG, how are you doing today? You are the white blood cells that keeps the show pure. Hello, I'm well, thank you. Um, Third... How's football season going? What's going on over there with the boy? It's going pretty good. Fourth, going pretty good. They uh, they started hitting each other. Got the pads on. Rod checking in early with us. What's up? How you doing? What's what's going on on that side, man? How how's the road? I have we haven't talked comedy like we. Mm. we you come on the show every fucking week, and we forget to mention that you're also <laughs> a touring stand up comedian who does shows. Uh huh. How's shit been? It's been cool. Um, I think for the uh, we're still riding on the high of uh, everybody being let out of the house um, mm. from the pandemic that was raging so heavily. Mm-hmm. So we're still in that bubble of audiences being so glad to be out of the house that they're showing the comedians a lot more uh, patience. And it's just like we're having yeah. a good time just because we're finally able to go out. So fucking nice. take your time up there. So it's it's been cool to watch, man. It's been a lot of fun. I went, um, you all tell me if I handled this right with an employee because <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to be considerate of the fact that you are understaffed and that you have to do a job correctly. 
and that it is hard to do the job correctly because you are understaffed. But there's still certain shit that I just don't know if I can let slide. Mama needs a refrigerator. My mom's fridge. First off, I didn't know a fridge could last 15 years. I thought a fridge was like a eight, nine year. Plan. You can tell I'm talking like a nigga that's just been in apartments his whole life. Like, 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 every four years, I'm somewhere with a new fridge. So I don't know shit about fridge lifespan. Fair point. And my mama's fridge sound like it need a transmission, a muffler. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's working. But barely. <laughs> sound like a car about to stall. <laughs> My mama fridge sound like a nigga in an action movie holding on after he's been shot. Oh, wow. He's like, stay with me, John. Stay with me. <laughs> That's my mama fridge all night. I go, I can't take this shit. I can't take this shit. We got to go get your fridge. So we go to a spot where she had already been scouting some fridges and there's a lady and she's a, she's she's a kind sales associate, but she's busy. So because she's busy and she's juggling multiple people on the floor, my mom is indecisive and asking my mom is one of them. I'm going to ask you 40 questions about every item. But that's I have a right she as a customer a legal background as well. Yeah. So my mom is one of them people. She's asking cubic shit that don't matter, but I just want to know. So tell me, does this cooling draw, does the crisping draw also turn into a freezer draw? Okay, well, what's the height on this one as it relates to the, what is there a difference between matte black and stainless steel black? Can I see a matte black fridge so I can compare it to the, so because we're younger, we're very much, fuck it, this is what I want, bring it up. But my mom is one of those more thorough customers, and the lady says some slick shit. Uh-oh. And, you know, my mom was looking. She goes, well, this is the matte black, and this is the such and such black. And my mom goes, well, does this come in the glossy black? Mm-hmm. And the lady goes, well, not at the price range you requested. Now, the way she said it Uh sounded like, nigga, you told me you was broke. What you asking for is rich nigga colors. And just just on a dime, I just turned to the lady and I just go, find us the color. We'll worry about the price. Yes, sir. Like, yes, sir. Your face, bitch. (laughs) What? Yeah. You clearly don't know my name. And so and this is where I want y'all to tell me whether or not I was wrong. So I look across the sales floor and I see my dog from high school and shout out to my dog. He come over, dap us up. He's kind, undivided attention. Mm-hmm. So I gave him the fucking sale. Now, Absolutely. my mom, but hang on, my mom had come in the store two times before and worked with this woman, walked around the store with this woman, done laps, asked this woman 90 questions. She could have fucking Googled and that lady answered every fucking question. But there was just something about the way she said what she said. Like you almost had the deal. You almost had the sale, motherfucker. You almost had it. And then you said something sideways at the very end. And I had, am I wrong for giving the sale to my partner. I wanted to go to another store. Mm. I wanted to go to another store, but that mm-hmm. wasn't an option because my mom had been everywhere. So we were in the only store in the city that had what the fuck she wanted. Okay. In the color and the style that was also in stock that you don't have to wait four months on for COVID because every ship is doing U-turns in the fucking ocean because mm-hmm. of the ports. 
So we had no choice but to buy it. But I, I don't know. It, it's like like a week later, I'm like, damn, maybe that white lady didn't mean it like that. Was it? <laughs> did, was it? I mean, she probably didn't, but you're still not wrong for having that reaction. I mean, it's not that big a deal. It wasn't, it's tense, but it's not really personal or it's not like an attack. It's just a natural response. And if your boy helped, if your boy was the one who sat down through the end of the deal, he came in, he gets the damn sale. Now, I feel like if he came in and he was nice, there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, ultimately, you know, we all are Southern. Let's just be point blank about it. And you all know I've seen my mother go to stores and be courted by this weird white lady at the store. My mom be talking about, oh, we need to go see Carol at the store. Because she and my mama, my mama like your mama. My mama go back to a store two and three weeks to buy a god doggone uh, uh, washing machine or, or whenever she has to do that. It's like three-week process. I don't understand it. Yeah. Go pick out the damn thing and come out. But if I'm there and I and I send some bullshit, then I'm going to step up and, you know, get it done. But that that situation there, I don't think you did a damn thing wrong, personally. Like, but I, you know, I don't know. But but that's that's the broader question when it comes to customer service. Do you feel a sense of loyalty to the person that you've established rapport with, and then give the sale to someone else? You know, because I feel like if she wanted the money, she wouldn't have let Buddy swoop in like that. Yeah, and she wouldn't have been such a dick mm-hmm. up top. My mom wasn't even. My mom didn't think twice about what the lady said. Mm-hmm. But you know, my mom is built different. You know, you know, casual racism roll off them OGs. Yeah, they don't, mm-hmm. even, they don't even care about that. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's, Mm-mm. Like if you ain't got a German Shepherd in your hand, they ain't even looking at you. Mm-mm. They don't. Mm-mm. They don't care. But for me, I was like, nah, I don't even like the way you frame that statement. So mm-hmm. you don't get the fucking sale because it's called the microaggression. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I feel like if this lady really wanted, I mean, did she react when when your man came in? That's another question. Did she react weird when your man came in for the sale, or did she just kind of walk away? No, I told her find find. I said forget about price, find the color. She found the color and then ducked off to go help somebody else because the you know the, the store was popping. Hmm. And then Jay came over, and I guess she saw us with Jay and just never came back over. She was like, well, fuck it then. Yeah, that should have told you. That showed you right there. Okay, because see, that wouldn't have happened at Foot Locker. No. Foot Locker, them niggas will fight. Them employees will fight each other in front of you. Who Mm -hmm. helping you? Right. I'm helping you. Mm -hmm. All right? Don't talk to nobody else. I'm going to get your shoes. (laughs) Sit right there. I'll be right back. You hear them bamas yelling in the back. They scream in the back. Yo. Yo, you saw I was working with. Yo. Yo, I hate when you do that shit, son. What are you doing? Mm. That woman showed you who she was, and that's why she didn't get that sale. 200%. It was just that simple. And it's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as she didn't lose her job or nothing, I mean, no harm, no foul, whether you were right or wrong, yeah. whether she was right or wrong. Y'all got the fridge. Like I said, she ain't lose her job and no shit. Everything cool. Hey, she ain't do like, no like, TikTok like, complaining like if about you. She would have got the sale after building this rapport with your mom. It's not like they became fucking friends. Like she ain't got to see her no more. Mm-hmm. Unless her fridge go out another fifteen years and that lady ain't moved up yet. You know, <laughs> like, it, it won't come up again. <laughs> it's time now, real quick, a very quick. Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Quick update: Rod and Ralph. You're going to love slash hate this. Uh Uh-oh. 
as you recall, um, our CMO from a couple of weeks ago, the crying CEO who got online and cried about having to fire his workers and wanted to show people that he was a human and that CEOs are not heartless robots who do not care about the well-being of the people that they let go. No, you're right, because they make their girlfriend do half of it. So go ahead. Yes, it was two people. And yes, his girlfriend fired the other person. He didn't even fire both people. I understand. Uh, the worker, one of the workers that was fired online by the marketing firm CEO has had his inbox swamped with job offers and he is going to land somewhere on his feet. The guy that was fired, one of the people that was fired by the crying ass CEO has already found employment somewhere. That's That's what's up. So does it feel good? No, that's good. Feel good. Good. Shout out to that company that extended that one space open to hire that one guy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Really? Y'all going to shit on this, too? Somebody's no. helping the dude. What about the other person? For? Did the other fired. person get hired, too? Fuck them. They should have had a link. You're right. US, look, employment, <laughs> unemployment is at 50%. It all makes sense. I'm with you. Go ahead. You don't have a LinkedIn account. You can't afford one. She got fired. And this is why I bring this up, because this is for you two motherfuckers. The crying CEO refuses to delete the post, saying, quote, I'm getting countless messages from other business owners saying that they love this. They've been there and they're right there with me. And a lot of good has come from this post. I know it isn't professional to tell my employees that I love them, but from the bottom of my heart, I hope they know how much I really do love them. And I'm happy that something good has come from all of this. Keeping up the facade. Of course he is. Man, it is always this cool. is what he wanted. He See? wanted the attention. Yeah. He wanted attention, and that's why he made that crying ass video. And mm. oh, how how much of a coincidence <laughs> is it that that video has garnered responses from people who've been fired? And I was fired in a heartless manner, and what you did is commendable. I'm so sorry I went and shot up my old place of employment after seeing this message. Fuck that bitch ass nigga. And fuck them fake messages. This is like when public figures like go off the record when they prepare See? remarks and they put the paper down like, you know what? I'm going to tell this story from the heart tell and it. the paper be fucking blank. It's all bullshit. Mm, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes me happier to see white guys bond together over doing something very white guy. Th- Man, it sucks firing people. You fired a person. I fired a person too, brother. Let's be oh friends. Fuck out of here. Fuck this dude. Now all it's right. hashtag not all CEOs and shit. Now we got to yeah. feel sorry for the CEO. Fuck that shit. I don't. I don't feel I bad don't. at all. And, and, and screw the other people that he's bonding with over firing people. I don't like that shit. He's so hard. <laughs> Whatever. It's so tough on us, dude. In ways, it's way tougher on us than it is them when you think about it. Right, we keep here. our jobs. We fire <laughs> people. It sucks. It's so tough. It's difficult. That's survivor's remorse. I don't hear this shit. <laughs> I never thought y'all would have such little compassion after showing so much compassion for Brittany Griner. Y'all really pivoted here. What? Really? That's totally different. Hey, so protect totally. women, protect so women at all costs, B. I don't even play that shit. That's sisters, bro. You know, Brittany Griner, I mean, when they send you over there, I'll gladly watch your child and wait for them to come back. But I support whatever efforts they got to do to get, you know what I'm saying, get that sister home. I'm all about that. But this crying well, we need ass to get dude. Some paperwork together. If you taking your butt to Russia, mm. it's cold over there. Nick. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to no Russia. The way your facial expression. 
because I, I ain't going to Russia. I don't even know why y'all even bring that up. I don't even fuck with Eastern Europe as a whole. Even countries that used to be Russian. No. No Ukraine for you? Eastern no, Bloc, no. Come on, bro. No. You anti-Ukraine, Roy? Oh, you can't be anti-Ukraine, Roy. I, I stand with Ukraine, but I ain't visiting yet. They shooting. Same reason I don't go back to the hood in Birmingham. I think they shooting. Worse than first time. JG, who do we have on the phone? We welcome avid listener of the podcast, Connor, to the show at the tender age. Yes. Hi, Connor. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At the tender age of 25, Connor has held more than 10 different jobs from potato planner to delivery driver. Today, Connor will be talking to you, Roy, about one of the worst jobs as a shift welder in Vermont. Hello again, Connor. Hi, guys. Holy Holy shit. I know that's full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up your hands. You still got all your fingers from that shit? I did get carpal tunnel, though. I did get some carpal tunnel. I knew it. I knew it. That is not an easy job. Oh no, not it, not at all. I had just taken a an adult class. I just got my certification and everything. I could do every. I could weld upside down. I could weld aluminum. I can weld stainless steel. And uh, I was moving up to Plattsburgh, New York, where my girlfriend was going to school at the time. And uh, I was just looking for jobs, you know. And I rookie mistake. The, the f- really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're still together, actually. Okay. 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 Nice. Wait a minute. How long have you been together? We've been together for about four years. We met in a community college. And why haven't you asked this girl to marry you? He has he has really? two more years, Jacqueline, before yeah, he Because I am hit. 25. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Stand Good your answer. ground, Stand Connor. your ground, Stand Connor. Your ground, Don't you let her man. bid you, bruh. Why are you wasting her time? I'm not. I'm not at all. Yes, sir. Boarding Why are you wasting her time? I'm waiting for her to get her. Let's go. I'm not at all. Let's go, Connor. No. She's getting her yeah. master's degree, Understand and it, then bro. I'll prop the question. Fuck her, Connor. There you go, Connor. You stick to the plan. Because you plan gotta hurry nothing she gonna be gone you ain't gotta hurry nothing connor stick to the plan bruh you stick to the plan like once you get like i thought welding was like getting a cdl like once you Mm. get that you a made man you a union guy like you supposed to be getting at least 25 an hour 30 an hour america doesn't care about people who make things anymore so that's that's the reason it's not that great anymore And it's hard too, right? Because a lot of the times they want you to have experience. And it's like, well, I just got my certification. I really only have a hundred hours of experience. So I took the first job I got, which was through a temp agency. Uh, They, I applied one day, they called me the same day. And then the next day I had a phone interview. And then after that, I actually moved up to Plattsburgh. And then the day after I moved up, I tripped on over to Vermont and I had my interview and they hired me on the spot. And uh, they hired me as a welder helper. Okay, so what's the difference between those two? The welder is the one handling the hot torch. Uh, basically, the helper. The fuck off to the side. Get that spot right there. Basically, the they're get like, they're like, hey, can you go grind this for me? And they're like, can you go get me some more tungsten? Like, I'm out of gas. Get me some more gas. But I actually did a lot of welding there. Another gopher. <laughs> A lot of the other welder helpers, they had no welding experience at all, but I was actually able to do a lot of the welding. I was making uh, 
air ducts. So I was making air ducts for pharmaceutical oh. companies. They ranged from 120 inches to six inches. And uh, it was all stainless mm. steel, so you really have to be precise on what you're doing. But that's besides the point. I'm, I'm working there, and uh, first of all, it was about an hour commute from where I was living. And uh, I had to wake up at three o'clock in the morning to hop on a ferry at four, Ooh. to take a 20 minute ferry Ooh. ride, and then get to work by five. I'd usually get there at the skin of my teeth. I don't know why I took that job, probably because it was the first job, you know, it was the first job that they offered you, and I was super excited to use my new skills, so I, I jumped on it. And uh, <laughs> after like the first two weeks, I didn't get my paycheck because something was happening on the- uh... Oh, wait. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you, but <laughs> God damn. After the first am, two weeks- I am laughing at, I'm sorry. I didn't get paid. So the temp agency thought, oh, we'll help you out, right? We'll toss you a bone, we'll give you some money. They gave me a, uh, a $50 key bank gift card, which was enough for me to buy the ferry to get home and put <laughs> gas in my car. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. So he's a little enjoy this change. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta oh, know that's goodness. a scam. Like like a temp service. Give, yeah, we got short order cooks and waiters. Yeah, I can get you some welders. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We got you. You know, I, I stuck it out for about about three months until I got fired because I would I would sleep straight through my alarm and I would miss the ferry and. It, that's besides the point. I got fired. Mm. <laughs> and then the temp agency, they're like, well, we're going to How long did it take you to get that first paycheck? Yeah. Uh, I got it after two. <laughs> how long How long till you got paid for real? Halfway through my third week. <laughs> what was yeah, it was ridiculous. See, you guessing. Your Their entire shift should have been going to work on time and sitting in the manager's office until you were supposed to get off. The excuse was that something happened on the bank end because I was an out of state employee that like got mixed oh, up. I, I, yeah, it was bullshit. You were young. You were young. I was 22. Like, you got to go to Poughkeepsie and get a check. It's in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> yeah. You should have called a parent or something. Yeah. Connor, you are a friend of the show officially. Yes. Clock in. You're welcome. Well, thank so, you. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank of course. You. Wish you nothing but the best up there in upstate New York. And um, don't let Jacqueline bully your ass into marrying don't somebody you, you don't want to marry him. Go back and listen to the numerous Rod's relationships <laughs> and re-listen to them. No, I've listened to them too. I've listened to all of them. get you straight. And it has don't pay, no, Jacqueline been engaged nine times. She got one <laughs> husband she ever had. Don't listen to her. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for calling the job fair, brother. Thank you, of Connor. Of course, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Have a great day. <laughs> what? Why are you always fucking for people? Connor loves her. You can see it in his face. What's love got to do with it? You're <laughs> <laughs> right, yo. Yeah. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Job fair. And we are back. JG. Yes? Did you know that exposure to ugly people releases a chemical in the brain called Wuxi Goddamn? Wuxi Goddamn. What Wuxi Goddamn does... It damages the neural receptors that are associated most with learning and uh-huh. retention of knowledge. That's why our good friends at Sackleson State Community College want to welcome you into their fall late registration program where you can learn and educate yourself around nothing but good looking people. Sackleson mm-hmm. State Community College is the leading institution for people that are at least an eight or better. Gorgeous people everywhere that I can see so you can focus on what's most important, your education. Submit a photo to sacstate.com and see if you're cute enough to go to the only institution for people that look good and they graduate over 30% of their student body. How about that? Uh, sacstate.com. Hey, look, I'm just I'm just reading what's on the Oh, okay. <laughs> oh shit, goddamn. We turn the show over now to your friend, my friend. Um, he is a raconteur. He is an owner of a snakeskin robe. He is the inventor of the emotional support Kahlua. And of course, the author of the New York Times bestseller, She's Pregnant with Your Baby, but About to Marry Him. Oh. Ways to Avoid Child Support Payment. <laughs> Good shit. He is a New York Times bestselling author. You can call him crazy, but you can't call him a lie. Oh, right now. So mama calls him Narado. We call him Rod for short. Rod, welcome back this week, brother man. Uh, did you get to lick in the armpits? Oh. During this week of research that we all challenged one another. You know what? I did. I did a full test. Um, I, I got three women. I got you did not. I got one to use no deodorant. I got another one to use. And I got one to use a powder-based solid white block deodorant. And I can oh. tell you that the order of best to worst is one, no deodorant at all. Mm. Two, the gel-based deodorant. Mm. Leaves your top powdery, but it's not a thick film. Number mm. three, causing full-blown cotton mouth <laughs> is absolutely <laughs> the solid white blown. block of oh. deodorant. Did it have aluminum in it or did you get it aluminum oh. free? That, that, that is part of a question. The the, nat, the the natural, it didn't have any aluminum in it. Okay, okay. It was Just made check. with like beeswax and horse hair or some old boo. I always shit. found the, alu- I I always found the aluminum was a little, like it was a little metallic to the taste. Was, was yeah, like putting, like putting the battery on your tongue. Yeah, it was weird. You know what I'm saying? But when we went for the whole, like, you know, natural thing, I found it to be a better experience Y'all myself. Are nasty. We're scientists. I'm happily married. <laughs> You're not allowed in my kitchen, ever. 
RoyceJobFair.com is our website. You can talk to us social and there's ways to submit to be a part of the program. If you've ever had your armpit lick, we want to hear from you and rack you up for no, the next don't. edition of Rod's Relationship Fair. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. This topic is not going away, clearly. So I don't know how we'll connect it to employment. We have a few weeks to figure that out. She might be but, looking uh, for a man. That's employment. I was going to say double points if you're in the military and you got your arm underarm licks. If you're in the military yeah. overseas and you, you're getting your unparmed lick, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah. Spouses, spouses, somebody, and, and both, because we got in trouble for that already. Getting your armpit licked on the right. clock. Let us yeah. know. We want to hear from you, RoyceJobFair.com. <laughs> uh, we bring Rod on this program to give you topics to break the ice with co-workers of the opposite race. He is our Black People, White Peopleologist. Rod, um, let's go ahead and get this party started today. Bro. Well, in news for your Black co-workers, there has been movement on the front of getting Brittany Griner released from Russian prison. And that is America's Winston Churchill, one Dennis Rodman has stated that he is going to Russia on a diplomatic (laughs) mission to negotiate the release of Brittany Griner, possibly another prisoner swap, as he did back when he developed a relationship with Kim Jong-un, leader of North Korea, and he helped free Kenneth Bay. That's who you want. Let's let's talk. Hey, Putin, let's talk Turkey. Oh, let's talk. Let's talk. We're talking. Go over there and talk to Putin. Stop making that face. That's how he said. Exactly That's how Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman's voice is super deep. Dennis, let's go over there and get Britney. Get Britney. Get Britney. Get Britney. Get Britney. Get Britney. That's a tricky situation, man. The whole Britney Griner thing. And like, on the one hand, I go, all right, the State Department is trying to get involved, but. Rodman is probably a better negotiator. Rodman, Rodman to get her home. Rodman will get her home. I think. I mean, Rodman convinced Michael Jordan to let him on his team. He mm. can get a motherfucker <laughs> released from prison in Russia. I don't know. I wish that the Brittany Griner situation, as much as it needs attention, how much we'll never know how much more it would have benefited from it being moved in silence. Mm-hmm. And like, how would that have affected things? Because now Russia knows that there's a movement. And now Russia knows that we want to bring her home. Well, then the price of the dope goes up. Absolutely. Because they want, I don't know, did Rhonda find them real quick for us? But it was like some super Russian. They want the Lord of War. They want the Lord of War. If you've yeah. ever seen Nicolas Cage's movie, Lord of War, it is based on Yuri Orlov. And Yuri Orlov, that's not his name. That, that's not his real name. In the movie, it was Yuri Orlov. But this guy was like, he's a bad dude. Like he was trading. And it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he was a bad guy when you watch the movie. He just seemed like a guy that got caught up in selling a couple guns and made a bunch of people very upset. But they want the Lord of War for Brittany Griner. And as far as I'm concerned, it, it doesn't balance out. Like it's not fair. It's not right. They shouldn't have that young lady's life in the balance. Versus this dude who was literally dealing guns. She had an empty weed pen. <laughs> an empty weed pen. But they want what they want. Yeah. I will never support keeping an innocent person in in exchange for punishing a guilty person. Mm-hmm. That's the literal structure of the American justice system. But I mean, war isn't fair. And also hostage negotiation isn't fair because they can say they sentenced her. But this is a hostage situation, no matter what they call it. If it costs her arms dealer, fine. If it costs eight, nine arms dealers, fine. Fuck them, send them back. back. 
start back another war. That's what y'all like doing anyway. Let's make it a three-team trade, man. Send some expiring sentences down to Lithuania's and get this trade done. Yeah, I don't understand why that's such a terrible analogy, but so (laughs) perfect. Get this trade But you can get them later with drones. Make the exchange and then hit the bad guys later with drones. Are you trying to what? get us all killed? Right? Ex- Why are you Have you never seen killed? Red no, Dawn, Jay Jacqueline? Right? They were, come on. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> so Dennis Rodman going over there to try and free Brittany Griner. Good for Good Dennis luck, Rodman. Dennis. I hope he is successful. I would love to have audio of those conversations. Oh, my goodness. That's all I'm say. What do we need to do to get it done? <laughs> Just like, hey, Putin, Putin. Stop making that face. I ain't here, Putin. <laughs> What you want? Just tell me what you want and get in there. I know Michael Jordan. <laughs> I know John How are you going to bring Michael Jordan into this? I, I don't know if he got the same juice in Russia as he does in North Korea. Kim Jong-un loves basketball, mm-hmm. specifically the 90, the, the 95, the, the bull, the Jordan yeah, era bull. The 97 bulls. So we need to figure out who Putin's favorite athlete is in America, and that's the motherfucker we need to send, because, you know, what What if Putin liked the Knicks? Putin Kid John Putin. Carter. Mm. <laughs> it's just a random <laughs> if, but I like how this community this sports community is rallying for her I like that and I like yeah. how they're also using their celebrity their status their connections in front of the cameras and behind the cameras to get something done See? because black women we don't usually get that kind of favor That's for we sure. just don't and, and Jacqueline wait a minute Jacqueline are you suggesting that one should use their celebrity to do such a wonderful thing are you suggesting that you send Roy over to get Brittany Griner no I ain't sending Roy over to Brittany huh? Griner <laughs> you went go get so Brittany Griner come on Roy you know what they said, they ambassador said, for America right. they asked you to go help get Brittany Griner what right. you do show up in the middle of the night well, what would you do if Dennis Rodman called me Uh-oh. I gotta answer that call All right. yeah. hey Roy Dennis Rodman Dennis Rodman I need you to come over <laughs> Moscow Talk to Putin. Love the Daily Show. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> but are you going? If he asks you to get on the plane. Putin used to listen to your prank calls back in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good <laughs> What if you met Putin on that trip? He was like, oh, this is oh, Dr. Wow. Sigmar Zebo. Frank <laughs> <laughs> called you do very funny. I would, of course, you have to go. I would be nervous. Mm. I ain't shit, man. Now there's no know. guarantee you're coming back because once you're in there, oh air no, there's, there's a guarantee I'm not coming back. I mean, once you're there, you're there. Then they're gonna find one of my cannabis. <laughs> Biggest thing that coming in the history of Russia says Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> 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 Oh, Roy Wood, all the time. Oh, man, you're going to love this one. At a recent Oakland A's versus the Seattle Mariners game in the Oakland A's stadium, Ring Central Coliseum, a video hit the internet of a couple fans in the upper deck enjoying themselves a little too much with a woman performing oral sex on her man friend during the game. Are you serious? During the game? During this is the game. actually more. This is actually more common than you think. But keep going. Is that, so you said, as, 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 the, as the resident baseball fan on the show, Roy, fair or foul? <laughs> it's, it's the A's. They're terrible. So you said if, if the team's terrible, it's okay 
to have sex in their stadium. Is right. what you're saying. Here we go. Thank you, Down South Georgia girl. The American League West standings as of right now, the Oakland A's are 32 games out of first place, motherfucker, and it's almost the end of the season. You can, ch- first off, I I need to see the video. <laughs> well, I need to see a screenshot I need to, first, to see Research. where the stadium they are. They're up in the corner of the upper deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stadium is made to hold 60,000 people. There's never more than 8,000 people. At a, Rhonda, give me the, the A's average attendance this year. Ooh, man, you so think they was in the same There's a lot of the nothingness. There's a lot of mm. shit on the A's going on in this episode. Right. I mean, I'm here for it. Go, Listen, go I'm not trying. Look, I'm just looking at the numbers right here, Rod, and they are 30-something games out of first place. That is not indicative of a team that requires your undivided attention. <laughs> going on, suck me up real quick between innings. No. I would figure if it's like that, it'd be during it as if it's that bad. I mean, nobody's looking, I guess. Is that the idea? But Why are you all <laughs> going to this stuff if that's what you want to do? So It's exciting. A little public sex ain't never hurt nobody. My, my question is, does this extend to the rest of the major league? Like, how bad does the team need to be? <laughs> Can we make this a, get, get a like, new unwritten rule in baseball? Right. Like, once your team falls under 500... This shit is just open. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just. <laughs> I do think it's unfortunate that they were put on camera. I don't like the fact that their privacy was invaded. They were in I don't public. think, I don't think don't it counts privacy. as your privacy being invaded if you're in a 60,000 seat fucking arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of give up the privacy rules, bro. <laughs> no, if I'm deliberately sitting in the upper deck in foul territory in the far corner, that is my desire to be away from all of you other 9,000 motherfuckers. So that's inherently that is me seeking privacy. How dare the Whatever. cameraman point his camera at this couple? Well, obviously, because you said the baseball team is terrible, so they had to find something else to watch. It is a long game, bro. <laughs> Jacqueline hit a nail on that right there. So we, we add them to the list. Everybody on the physical grounds of the stadium is allowed to have sex if the team is terrible, including the there it is. No. Yeah, let's see. Um, right here on YouTube. If you just Google people having sex in stadium, the first video. <laughs> Google in that. Oh. The first video is 15 most infamous cases of fans getting caught in the act. It This is more regular than you would think. Uh-huh. The trick is to do it in stadiums in an upper deck that has an overhang so you're out of the line of sight of most cameras and that it's kind of an obstructive view so only the people in that immediate area could see you trying to have sex. You essentially at that point have to just use movie theater sex protocols if you're going to try and pull it Why off. Do you in the industry, that? Jacqueline, that's what we call a pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> I've, Hashtag life hack. Life hack! <laughs> Let it know. I would I would never have sex in a stadium. Federal probation changed me. There's just certain things. <laughs> I mean, the podcast is Uncle Rod Story Corner. And um, thank you, Rod. you can get that wherever you you're get welcome. this fine podcast. Rod, as always, we thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, you're welcome to stay on here Word. for a second. Um, jump into the scam of the week. No guests this week for scam, which is a quick little chit chat here. So in Texas, the elementary school uh, shooting that happened mm-hmm. earlier this year, Uvalde, mm-hmm. Texas, uh-huh. they have finally fired the police chief after months of criticism, as we all know. And then the body cam footage is starting to, starting to leak out. Can't now. deny that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, officers are just chilling in the fucking hallway for a goddamn hour while the shooter is barricaded inside. And so 
everybody's been criticizing the police chief and like, yo, what the fuck is your officers doing? Why were they out there? And the police chief, everybody passing the blame. It was a mm. 77 minute delay in confronting the gunman. And the police chief is, well, the officers did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, I remember he famously said he wasn't in charge that day and he showed up to the scene and did not have a radio on. Is it enough when shit goes south? And I'm just using that as an entry point to this conversation. But is it enough when shit goes south to only fire the leader? No. No, not at all. Mm. Not just in the school shooting instance. Let's 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 I remove. You, I hear you. you. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Okay, I'm with you. I feel like it is a performative termination that does not bring about real change. And this is the shit that happens all the time. Anytime a company fucks up or somebody does something wrong, they change the CEO and then go, "Look, we're better now." And it's like, "No, you ain't, you bitch." Like you, you're trying to trick people with this fucking stupid PR dance because, yeah. like. Meanwhile, you got what was that police department we was talking about a couple of weeks when ago? Alabama. In Alabama. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. one nigga joke hey, and they, they was like the hey, fireball. <laughs> oh, fireball. Yeah. And it wasn't even no victim. There were no dead bodies. Mm-mm. It was a Just joke. Just word. A, f- yeah. a hilarious joke. But it was racist. Joke, you ain't ride now. Been holding on to for at least three weeks. But I'm gonna let it go. You're not gonna repeat. You have to yeah. Google it. You got to Google <laughs> that joke. It's a terrible joke. Top tier racist. To me, that's change. Mm. That's oh, real cleansing of. Yeah, you have to fire yes. everybody who makes a conscious decision to go along with the bullshit. Because that was the I Nazis' excuse. I was just following orders, and nobody wants to hear that shit. That's the reason they still yeah. pursuing mm-hmm. every low-level security guard at a damn death camp from World War One and Two. They pursued them niggas is ninety-eight and getting arrested for the first time. They own them right. niggas' asses. Pulling up mm-hmm. on them in Argentina, motherfucking uh, Argentina yeah. nursing home, and they're like, "Yeah, we need you to put these cuffs right. on real quick. Right. Yeah. Put real these on quick. over your oxygen tank and 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 follow you me know? on the plane." He'll survive with that oxygen for four seconds while we get his arms behind his back. Take right. that nigga off. He'll be all right. <laughs> I'm with you in the fact that I want the CEO and then I want her or his generals as well. Who's ever over or below you right there, I want them yeah. gone. I want it all. Chain yeah. of command. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Cut it just it really feels like there is this deliberate... Oh, we fired the chief. Well, you're going to get a new chief in with a whole bunch of officers that aren't going to listen or respect him, or he's going to fall into that culture that's there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really feel like if you're serious, which is why when new leaders come in, they're supposed to be able to pick their own lieutenants, low key. Yeah, but then, you know, the United States and, you know, let's say before, we ain't necessarily talking politics, but you've seen a number of states where the legislature in the house get to get together and decide that they don't like the governor and basically strip away all the power of the governor so that the governor is really just a figurehead. We saw it in Texas, we saw it in Virginia, Missouri. There's a couple of, mm-hmm. of, of places where they just literally were like, well, you know what? We're going to put you there, but we don't like you and we don't like your politics. So we, that's, that's kind of what we do here. I don't like it. Fuck it sucks. But you know, we always got to have somebody, some individual to blame. And, that, and that's kind of what it boils down to most of the time. I guess that also happens when you're talking about a volleyball team, because one minute they hire you and tell you to fire and remove whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Then Why are you still mad about them? that? 
I'm very mad about mm. that. That's poor leadership. Mm. It happens so much to Black women in particular. That's the only space I can speak for in, in this particular time right now because that's a Black woman. We're brought in, we're interviewed, where we like your style, please come clean this up for us, make this better. And then when you get there and you start doing those things, whoa, you're moving us too fast. No, that's what you hired me for. That's what you asked me to come in to do. That's what I'm doing. Now you're reneging. You're like a bad spade partner. How do you fix that, JG? Do you fire the athlete? With the Grambling situation, do you fire the athletic director or do you also fire the AD? Do you fire the, the, the president? I'm sure had a hand in this shit, too. What about Absolutely. the alumni yeah, association? Right. Like there are all of these other people that had influence on what the fuck went down. So I, I don't know. I feel like if they I feel like they should have given the damn coach a season, period. I don't know. That is a whole other part of it. Well, fire the play. president you- and the athletic director. I tell you this, if you're on the opposite side of that and you're walking through that door and they want you to be, as they call, a change agent, make sure there is a clause in your contract that says if you let me go for whatever reasons prior to however long you want me to be here, you pay me X amount of dollars. If they want you bad enough, they'll say yes. And then you walk away with however much money that is when they decide to change their minds. And you can sit at home for a while, but you got to be savvy with that contract negotiations. All right. We got a good brother we got to talk to from Detroit that pretty much bet it all on a motherfucking card game that he's created that actually I think is actually a pretty fucking fun uh, invention. Job fair. We'll be right back. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Job fair. Now, JG, do you remember um, Man Week? Did we call it? No, it was Manhood Week. You talking about when you kept sounding like the Duluth commercial? You want to be a goddamn man. You got to drink your own urine. (laughs) A fucking man is always a man. Why? Why? Be a man. Be a man. In that manhood episode, we went and um, we spoke with the homie David, you know, with the men's wear spot up there in Detroit. And just as it happened a couple weeks later, I was in the D to do some other shit. And I had a couple minutes and I go, fuck it. Let me go on, swing by the suit spot. Holler at motherfucking date. Meet one of the job fair motherfuckers. Yes. Nice. So I'm in the parking lot. This nigga come up behind me. Uh-oh. Word. And, um... It's Detroit, so my head's on a swivel. And I don't give Facts. a fuck if I'm outside of eight mile or do what I don't care. I right. just as a West Birminghamian, you know, <laughs> by origin. Mm. Mm. Keep my head on a swivel and I watch anybody who's walking like on some and this is shit they taught us at the Daily Show on Threat Assessment. Watch the the trajectory of the direction that someone oh. is walking. And the way okay. this brother was walking, motherfucker, the, the suit store is that way. 
we are both part <laughs> for the suit store. So why is your direction diagonal? Your direction should be motherfucking perpendicular mm-hmm. towards the door. Because uh-huh. I'm walking perpendicular. He's walking diagonal. And I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe he finna go over there in the auto zone. But if he was going to go in auto zone, why this nigga ain't parking in front of the auto zone? Why uh-huh. you parking in front of the suit store? Like, this is all the shit going through my mind. Then he goes in his pocket. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Wait That's a minute. And he pulls out a deck of cards and a smile. And this motherfucker shook my hand. And I'm honored to have this motherfucking hustler. And I want to talk about his pivot into what he's doing today because he broke it down for me in the parking lot. But you know, JG, okay. I was pressed for time. I didn't yes. get a chance to really holler at this brother the right way. But I told him when I have time, we would put him on the show. Let this be evidence. I am a man of my motherfucking Absolutely. word. <laughs> JG, who's on the line? We welcome Dorian Newberry. He is the owner and operator of Ryan Records. Dorian's company specializes in providing fun social interactions for friends, families, and strangers through games and apps. Welcome, Dorian. Hello, and welcome, and welcome, and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, good, bro. Thank you for keeping your words. and sure did. Hey, when I, when, I, when I pulled up, I hit him with that Detroit energy, too. What up, though? Hey. Yeah, no. <laughs> Nothing is up. I am going in the store where there are witnesses. So. <laughs> you murder me, you got to murder air. That's how I am, JG. Hey, you got to murder all of us. Absolutely. <laughs> Meanwhile, the people in the suit store are like, motherfucker, you need to take your ass outside and get your brother. Right. <laughs> they pulling down the screen and shit. Like, good luck, Roy. Good luck. <laughs> Welcome to Detroit, dog. You ain't on the premise yet. We can close this. Yeah. So what he was breaking down to me, JG, was a music trivia game that centered on a lot of R&B and hip hop and blues and soul and music that is of our culture. And, you know, the thing when you play board games and card games and trivia pursuit and shit like that, there's a couple questions for us. Yes. But they don't really get deep, deep into the weeds. So when you have people who understand that need and provide that. I think it's a I think it's a worthwhile endeavor. But at its core, this is still entrepreneurship. It is still rolling the dice on yourself. First, break down what what the triggered game is, and then I want to get a little bit of backstory and why you decided to bet on yourself with this, brother. Absolutely. So first of all, triggered. It's called triggered music trivia collection, and the idea of triggered is for me to trigger you. And so the idea is that you want to be triggered. I think that every artist has a trigger word, right? There's certain okay. things that are gonna make you mm. think of an artist. And, and that's what we're doing here. And it becomes a lot of fun. So- uh, Like if I said my prerogative, or if I, I just said the word prerogative. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, you'd know Bobby Brown. Exactly, so how about if we use, uh, Jack would say moonwalk. So what I do is is put this these triggers in sort of a paragraph formulated word or sentence that um, flows pretty well. And if you don't recognize it or pick it up or if you're not triggered, you're going to just go by it. But it's cool to see what grabs you and what resonates in you. And when it triggers you, you're like, okay. that's it. And it feels good. So um I don't know. Would you, you want to try one just to give a, an example? 
I say go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Give us give us an example real quick of this. Because this is a fun game. And th- th- I know this is a fun game because when he was breaking it down to me in the parking lot, JG, I was like, oh, yeah, if folks get drunk, they'll fight during a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody to hold the answer because this is going to be too easy. Okay? You ready? So the category okay. is R&B. Mm. Okay? Remember, you want to think about the triggers and, and you want to think of an artist. My job is to try to trigger you into an artist. So thinking 90s 2000 r&b okay category is okay. r&b www dot you are my number one my superstar we've told all our confessions and i know the truth hurts i was caught up but you will always be my boo but should i let it burn dot com that's usher yes yes exactly good job high five air high five if we were drunk and playing this at a family reunion is this uh-huh. a buzzing game do i jump in whoever knows it first do they Whoever get gets triggered like first jumps in so so there's two ways of playing that okay. there's a, a a team way where we just have uh you know so many people on this team so many people on this team and then the person holding the mic is going to try to read off as many as those as you can and get those many as you can right in 90 seconds so this is a great game, and it's simple, it's quick, it's easy. Either you know music or you don't. Like if I say cocaine, then you know. <laughs> I'm thinking Robin Rick James. <laughs> it, it I was going to say Rick Whitney James. Houston, but okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be Whitney too. That's a fair guess. That's a fair guess. You will not I like it. Whitney. <laughs> what? Whitney didn't do crack. That's for broke people. What are you talking about? I'm with it. Crack like, is what? Crack is what? Crack shit. Go ahead with that. Um, so, I want a hard one. I want a hard okay. one. I want something difficult. Yeah, yeah. Hit, one, hit one with third. Because then I, after that, I got some questions about your background and how you came to this place. Because coming up with games is not an easy thing. To do. Not at all. R&B. All right? Mm. I love R&B. Okay. Mm. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Was it worth it? Last night, I told you not to go out. Now you're saying we can work it out. Just let it go. I remember when heaven sent you and I was scared of losing you. Now I've found someone that's perfect. I should have let you go a long time ago. Oh. Mm. Oh, there's some good lyrics. Mm. I get, I would say uh, that could be Frankie Beverly and Mays before I let you go. Okay. Close, close. Now we think in 90s, 2000, so you got to come up, come up just a little bit. Oh, you said R&B. I got Mm -hmm. old. I have nothing. How about Keisha Cole? Exactly. Ooh, see, see, that's that a I good beat call. your ass, R&B. See, yeah, that's see, that's Keisha deep cut. Last, last night, last night with the Diddy. Last night. Mm. And then you got, I should have cheated. I should have cheated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I know the song. Ah. Keisha Cole represents the angry black women music I wasn't listening to when I was single at that time. <laughs> but I dig that. I dig that. I dig that, though. I dig it, though. I got you. Miss Keisha Cole is an is a, is a, is a all-star of my book, for sure, all day. I ain't mad at her. I ain't mad at her. So, Dorian, yes, sir. walk us a little bit to the time before you got to this place um, with this triggered game. Like, what were you doing and what was that? Because you, I imagine with your company, this isn't the first product or app or game you've tried to come up with. But mm. what what drove you down that road to this place to going, this is the thing that I know I'm good at and this is the thing that I'm going to invest my time and money into so there's there's a few things Roy. uh the first thing is i have a passion for business and i wanted to create a passive income i knew i wanted to make something that 
I would have that I didn't have to be there for it to work. I've been dressing up as a businessman on Halloween since third grade, right? So I've always just had a passion for that. Secondly, I just wanted to combine the things that I was passionate about. And and that came to be the the social engagement aspect of it. I love interacting with people. I love meeting new people. Um, it, it's, it's just a, a passion of mine, um, music and a pastime that you share. Um, I think at this time, it was, it was, it was more before, it was at a time where, you know, I get with my buddies and I turn something on. I say, you don't know about that. You don't know about this. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and that's just kind of what it came mm-hmm. to. And so um, this actually came as a breakup letter. The one that I just read you with the, uh, the uh, Confessions album, that, that came up as a breakup letter, right? So I know it was a unique way to say it but i'm wait a minute you broke up with a girl with a riddle <laughs> so this, I, i'm not bullshit you wrote great things came out you of it yo shit. live That's and breathe detroit shit. live and breathe i to say you are from detroit bruh oh gracious i give a healthy earl flynn he read a limerick and then dude. called an uber good god almighty good night That's it. did she catch oh, wow. the hint immediately Absolutely. So the Confessions was like our album. Like we had connections to every one of those songs. You know what I mean? That, that it told our story. Every one of those songs told our story. So y'all were jacked up anyway. And, and yeah. Should we let it burn? Exactly. Should we let it burn? Let it burn. Exactly. <laughs> so a bad relationship led you to the next day after you broke up. But you're like, shit. You know what? I need to do a whole deck of cards that's of song exactly lyrics and just let that's people guess exactly them exactly in the culture. That's exactly what happened. I have some people over. And I read it and it was like, oh shit. And then and then I, I started doing it for everybody. Nineties, two thousand, eighties. So wait a minute, you started helping other brothers in Detroit break up with shorties <laughs> are right now in lyrics? Riddle, nigga. Yeah, I, I, You're amazing. I, yeah, some if I we didn't have a CMO, it. Roy, damn it, I'd name him CMO right now. <laughs> if we didn't have one already, I can't think of a more outside. For the, all the brothers that you help, home, you get love from me. Thank you of so much. All of the ways and to create a pivot for yourself to start a business, this is by far the most unique. And I will say on some lemons mm. to lemonade shit, mm. I have to fucking congratulate you, coach. Like that's that's, that's real shit. But also just a little cold blood. Like just say you don't like the girl. Why are you sitting there? Listen, baby. Oh. Although we've gone <laughs> to the end <laughs> to of the road, the <laughs> I can't let go. That's I belong, to, right? that's I belong to you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Your boy's in now, the window doing the ad lib. <laughs> now, now what would really be funny is if Ooh. is if fucking you read one of them lyrics to a woman and then she counter with her own lyrics. She pull Ooh. out that some of that Jaguar right. I'll bust the windows out your car. Oh. <laughs> but you know, you've gone way too far. <laughs> Hella calm, reading it off an index card too. Ah, that's cold. What if what are the what are the hurdles in your business, Dorian? We'll get you out of here on this, but you know, what are the things that you've had to overcome and deal with, you know, and the, just the research and the creative of trying to workshop bad ideas? Speak a little bit to the emotional divots mm. that you've had to push your way through and how you were able to push your way mm-hmm. through this. Wow, God is good. I, I got to say that first and foremost. Um, when I was going through this process, again, I was just con- connected with, 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 with God, man. I was making a lot of sacrifices. You know, uh, a lot of this funding was coming out of my pocket. So it was a moment in time where I was only eating maybe a cheeseburger a day. I'm, I'm making mistakes with my own money. That, that, that was the first deal, right? Is that you have to, you mm-hmm. have to make those mistakes. Um, but really getting 
getting work done, getting people to do mm-hmm. things that I couldn't do has probably been the most difficult for me um, in terms of slowing down the process, knowing what I want, knowing what I have, knowing what the deadline is, and then hiring, contracting someone, and then those people not completing the work. Um, that, that there, Yo, that's heavy. that there is, <laughs> is, 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 is something Ooh. to deal with, for sure. You know, because you got to count on people to, to build the apps. I can't do all the code. Yes. I can't do it all. You know what I mean? Dorian, how am I supposed to know when I'm getting getting hustled by graphic designers and web designers and mm-hmm. coders and developers and all of that stuff? Because that world is something we just don't know anything about. So it's hard. It's not like plumber. Where I go, motherfucker, you ain't a good plumber. There's still water on the floor. So <laughs> how do you give, just give give our listeners some tips on ways that they can kind of gauge? Because at this point, you clearly have found people who do the job. Mm. So what was the biggest difference between the folks that were slacking and lazy and the ones that actually, you know, did the work for you? You know, only thing you can do is try to be um, is, is try to try to try to network, not always network up, but try to cross network and find other people that are passionate mm-hmm. and growing in that area that are typically business owners so that they're attached to it. So is musicals a category? And also, how much is this game? So musicals themselves has not become a category, but you may have just brought my, uh, right, you may have just started something. That's that's new. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> game Night Bundle Volume 1, 90s and 2000s, pop, hip-hop, and R&B, plus a wireless microphone, $25. Now, that's a good goddamn crack. And the microphone comes in four different colors, Triggered.com. Fun is the website. I'm glad that you were able to take a breakup and flip that shit into something that feeds the culture. <laughs> Fuck her. She probably at her oh. house right now playing your game with some other motherfucker who ain't Boy. about shit. And, and asking for 10%. Yeah. And asking for 10%. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brother, mm. I'm glad that I met you. Mm. Uh, next time you see somebody... Yeah. Follow them in the store. Ah, <laughs> what? <laughs> what up, though? Hey, we thank you so much for coming on the job, thank man. You. Much respect to you. Um, I think I got the holiday gift. This will be in the gift basket for everybody for the holidays. We're going to fuck with this because it's black on. Dorian, thank you so, so much for coming on the show, brother. Thank you for having me, uh, everybody. Thank you so much. You, you guys made me feel welcome. Uh, you know, took off um, you know, all the pressure. Just, just good time. Thanks for, for having me. And it was a good time really hanging out with you all. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.